0: This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. I don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Got all, Scott. Okay.
1: okay.
0: Welcome everyone to Hans' Shop. First, I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Alex and Scott. Say hello. Hey, yo, mixing it up. Yeah,
2: just a little bit, a little twist on it. Hey, we and we did it in the right order. We were paying yeah. attention.
0: You <laughs> guys do it simultaneously. Um, anyway, this week we are talking about Castlevania, the video game series, starring Simon. I don't even remember who the protagonist is. In <laughs> the game. Belmonts.
3: Pretty nice, the Belmont.
0: Clan, the okay. Belmont family,
3: and Alucard. All right, and Alucard, and
0: yeah. The Dracula. first, the first game came out in 1986 um, for Nintendo. I don't know if it came out for other systems.
3: Oh yeah, it did.
0: All right, and up until 2014, we have Lords of the Shadow two. Uh, there we go. So, Alex, this was yeah. yours. Explain yourself. <laughs> Well
3: this is one of the quintessential like horror video games. It was pretty much the first horror like monster themed video game that I ever played. I know there's been some in the past and everything and there's like <laughs> some haunted mansion game on the Atari where it's just a bunch of blocks going through a bigger series of blocks and oh, it's supposed to be scary. But the card was really cool. <laughs> yeah. But Castlevania was awesome. I loved it. It intrigued me and terrified me at the same time. But when I got to play it, I was only terrified by the immense difficulty that every other Nintendo game had. Yeah, and one of the directors is uh, pretty visionary now uh, Hitoshi Akamatsu. He's uh, actually kickstarted a new um, style of game. A new game that's kind of Castlevania like, but it's got some new uh, stuff and a new protagonist and everything, so it's like a spiritual su- successor. Nice. Uh, yeah. This game right. is awesome. This game series is awesome. I've played them throughout the years. So,
0: so I was just going to ask, so you've obviously played the first one. Have you gone all the way through 2014? Have you played a majority of them?
3: No, I pretty much stopped at uh, one of the Game Boy Advance ones. I think it was Rondo of the Moon. What year is that? I want to say early 2000s, like okay. 2001, 2002. All right. And I haven't played I wanted to play some of the ones on uh you know that came out for Xbox 360, some of the 3D ones that I I heard got pretty decent reviews, so I wanted to check them out, but I never really got around to it.
2: I've I've seen them in action, they look okay. Hmm. All right.
0: And Scott, so what's your history with this game series?
2: So the the first one like everybody else for the NES. Um and it I remember at the time thinking it was so cool. Uh even now, it still kind of has like a a little bit of style to it that that most Nintendo games don't have. Uh, I would agree. And then, and then, after that, uh, the next Castlevania game was obviously Simon's Quest. Obviously, uh, and then uh, from there, nothing really until Super Castlevania. And then uh, Symphony. Of no, Night.
3: there was dude. There was Castlevania three.
2: I, I never played that. I'm talking about games. Oh, that I
3: played. you're talking about games that you played? Okay. Yeah. That yeah. I played.
2: Uh, and then Symphony of Night. And then after that, one or two more on the Game Boy, which kind of followed the, the same, the Game Boy Advance, that followed the same formula.
0: Yeah, Symphony of Night. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So. Uh, myself, I played the first Castlevania Nintendo. I, I loved it. It was kind of the first game that it was like real it wasn't plumbers going and jumping on mushrooms and it wasn't zelda this was Castlevania, yeah and i had characters that um well i won't get into it because it, it might be our list but mm. i played that and i played the second one and then i never played another one so my knowledge is from the <laughs> ends in 1987 <laughs> so we'll see how this goes no, it's not bad <laughs> um, those are great games yeah so let's get into our list um alex why don't you lead us off
3: My number seven is just how cool it is to have such a distinctive and different weapon that our main protagonist was using in a video game at the time, which is his uh, trademark whip, the vampire killer that Simon Belmont was using. Whip. And uh, and not until uh, Kabuki Quantum Fighter, where the dude was using (laughs) his hair as a whip, uh, that kind of innovated on that. But before that, it was only, you know, swords and guns and fists and every other video game was kind of like that. Or, you know, your feet just stomp on mushrooms. So the whip kind of was very intriguing to me. And the fact that you could upgrade it to make it longer and stuff like that, that was just cool.
0: Okay. I'm trying to think, yeah, besides Indiana Jones and Catwoman, I guess. <laughs> Those, are the Those are the three 3 whip-wielding <laughs> characters that I know. Um, mm-hmm. All right, am I missing anybody? Nope. All right. Um, nope.
2: <laughs> you are not Scott. What's your number seven? Uh, oh, uh, An from Persona Five. There we go. Oh uh, yeah,
0: she uses a whip. Anyway, <laughs> I had no idea you were talking about. I thought you were having a stroke right now.
2: That was so <laughs> random. All <laughs> right, so my number seven uh, is uh, Jeff laughing at people having strokes. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That's funny. Jeez different strokes uh, number it seven did. is the the most recent thing they've done with the property which is the video game adaptation um, so I, I watched
3: the video the video game adaptation <laughs> it's already a video game
0: <laughs> that joke was so bad we lost Scott anyway <laughs> oh. but that,
3: that, that's what you said you said the video game adaptation but it's already a video game, so how can we adapt a video game to another
0: video game?
2: All right, I'm done. That's my number seven.
0: <laughs> I think he's got you at a, got you there, Scott, unless you weren't finished talking.
2: I, I'm done now. <laughs> Let's just move on. Oh, <laughs> Feelings sorry. were hurt. My, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Are you seriously done,
0: Scott? Yep. All right. Uh, all, all right was my number seven is... Um, this is a plus, but not. Just recently, my friend introduced me to speed runs. I've never seen these before, and what? Uh, yeah, I don't, I'm not, I don't watch people play video games. That just seems weird to me. But oh, speed okay. runs it was interesting, and I saw a guy beat Castlevania in like seven minutes or something. It was yeah, the biggest a bullshit I've ever seen. <laughs> Like, oh, those stairs you can't get to because you, you have to go, like, four levels back? No, he just, like, jumps, hits a bat, and he just teleports up to the next bridge. Yeah, and, that's
3: um... called a damage boost.
0: All right, well, he did it a lot. And <laughs> it was impressive, yeah. especially since, you know, it's a game I remember how being how hard. I don't even think I ever beat the original one.
2: I certainly um, didn't.
0: Yeah, so to see someone beat it in seven minutes really pissed me off, but I was fascinated at the same time. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. and like I said, I saw Speed, he showed me, like, Mario Brothers and stuff, but... Because I was always pretty good at that game, so th- that wasn't as impressive as the uh, Castlevania. Because like, this game is a bitch. This game was hard. Yep. Alright, maybe that's someone's list. So, Alex, number four.
3: My number six... Number six. <laughs> <It> <laughs> is uh, the it. Netflix anime adaptation, which is surprisingly really good. It's kind of like a little prequel to Castlevania Three. So I don't know if they're gonna make more on Netflix, but they really should. It's really good, and it's uh, it's a hard R. So babies get eaten.
0: <laughs> it was
3: well, tough to watch. There's vampires and stuff. Yeah, it was tough to watch, but
0: <laughs> I saw that on my Netflix yeah, it's thing, and I ha- I started to watch it, and then I just didn't. But I wanna I do want to watch it. I forgot why I oh, stopped.
3: Yeah, you should give it a shot. I know it's not your thing, but
0: it's good. I recommend it. <laughs> All right. Um, Scott, number seven. <laughs> six. <laughs> I, right. I'm, I'm on very little sleep, guys. Give me a break. It was me, actually. that well, I didn't wake up late, but I went to bed. Oh, wow. Uh, so I number know six
2: saying. is... Uh, the game itself kind of set, it, set a, a bar for the genre. Um, so if you think about old yeah. NES games that kind of had similar play styles. Uh, there's like Ninja Gaiden, um, Ghouls, yeah. Ghouls and Ghosts, which probably, I don't know which came out first. I remember they both came out when the system was launched. Um, there's that. Uh, I remember other games like Kid Nicky. Uh, and this one was definitely the the best of them. Uh, the cream of the crop. Yeah. Um, and it kind of, again, set the bar for this kind of yeah. play style moving forward. The kind of vertical play that would come in with the the shitty stairs uh yeah. just, the, just the, the use of weapons oh, and... I got
3: yeah, I got more to say about the stairs yeah, but yeah
1: <laughs> is this <Yeah>. uh, <laughs>
2: Metroid? Is, uh...
3: No. I think Metroid was first.
2: Metroid was probably right. first. I I would, I would actually I have more to say about that uh okay. When we get to start talking about Symphony of the Night later but um yeah, it's it's it was the kind of quintessential side-scroller uh, of of, the, of this type, of the action type, anyways, that particular type of action. I mean, obviously Mario Brothers is side-scrolling as well. Uh-huh. Um, but that's more of a platformer.
0: But I will say that um, maybe Ghosts and Goblins or Ghouls and Ghosts, whatever you call it, came out first. But that, Right. But, but Castlevania is the first one I remember where you can backtrack, right? You can go basically left <laughs> on the screen and, you know, hit the other checkpoint going the other way. I don't remember that. It definitely wasn't Ghosts and Goblins didn't do that.
2: Yeah, that was um, pretty linear.
0: Yeah, so I mean, if, depending on which one came out first, this or Metroid, whichever one came out first, I think is the first time I remember being able to actually go, you know, left. <laughs> so, yeah, very cool.
3: <laughs> your your uh, protagonist was able to be an ambi-turner? <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> it looks like. Um, sorry, I just looked it up. This came out. Metroid was after Castlevania, so.
3: Oh know. really? Yeah. Oh.
0: Um, there it is. Mm-hmm. I don't know what number we're on and whose turn it is. <laughs> yeah, it was Jeff, number six. number six. Yeah, it's my number six. <laughs> um, uh, where is it my? I, there it is. <laughs> I remember this is a thing I hated, um, and I, I totally forgot about it, but I did prep a video about uh, watching some YouTube stuff. And in Simon's Quest, when it kept changing from day to night, and that dialogue box would come up of 10 seconds <laughs> of scr- script. And a terrible night to have a curse. Oh, so I remember that being so frustrating. Uh, so I wanted to bring that up. And I, I totally forgot about it until I saw the YouTube video, and you guys have seen that angry gamer or whatever is old school and uh yeah he was talking about how stupid that was and i agreed i totally forgot about it, that it? that's my number six alex okay. or whoever
3: my number, my number five is the uh <laughs> just the fact that when you whip candlesticks you find hearts and you're like well i have full health but i collect these anyways but that's ammo for your throwing weapons but the way you get back health <laughs> is you have to hit a random wall and find a complete turkey dinner <laughs> hidden inside. <laughs> <laughs> breaks and molding and stuff. <laughs> it's perfectly cooked, and it looks delicious in eight bits. i got to tell you. <laughs> but I like that they hid food inside walls that you have to break open. <laughs> sometimes yeah. it's just a turkey leg, so you only get a little bit of health, but you sometimes you find a whole turkey. <laughs> But still, I'm stuffing and everything in there, I assume. I mean, it's 8-bits.
0: Right, and that the fact that hearts weren't health weren't every other game they were. But at this point, was it just Zelda before this? Like, what other game had hearts? I guess even Mike Tyson's punch-out, you kind of had the blinking heart in the corner.
3: Yeah.
0: So Maybe it's unfair. Still,
3: but... it, you you kind know, of you associate hearts with health and not ammo.
0: Yeah, well, maybe he was He's. Yeah, who's. I have no. I was going to say <laughs> he's powered by blood, but that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I'm powered by blood.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Scott, number five. Scott, number
2: five. All right. Uh, <laughs> my number five is the, the Boomerang Cross. Uh, oh, that's my, a good weapon. It's my favorite weapon. Uh, it's from the original game. Uh, well, I do think he. They ditched that for the Simon's Quest, but uh, we, you know, spent considerable amount of time in the considerable amount of time in the first game, and would usually get disappointed with all the other weapons except for the cross, because it was the best weapon. You could you could cheese bosses yeah. with it.
3: Oh hell yeah! Uh, I think that's what the I saw that I have seen a couple of Castlevania speedruns. That's the weapon. That's a lot of the weapon you use, right, Jeff?
0: Yeah, it depends. Like they know exactly that, which or weapon. Or holy you know.
3: water. That or the holy water, you can really cheat bosses with. But yeah, I, I was going to say. Games, which games that works on?
0: I was just going to say that they, uh, when I saw them use the holy water against the boss, I was like, oh, no way, because the holy water sucked like for normal fighting, but I guess for the boss, it was good, and I never knew that. Yeah, because it hits on every frame. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the cross, that was my favorite too. I yeah, like
0: Me too. All right, um, it's my turn. Am I number four? Number five? Number five. Five. Um, <laughs> I remember in si- I'm just trying to go back I said to play two games but when the Grim Reaper meets you to cross the river in Simon's Quest I always thought that was ah, so nice so cool and I love that yeah. to me the animation seemed really good it was probably nothing but just having the Grim Reaper come and you had to give him garlic or I don't know what the fuck you had to give him but you had to give him something and he took you across while the screen loaded all right, Alex, number
3: four. Number four, uh, I'm going to touch upon the uh, difficulty, and this game was typical NES difficulty levels, so it was just fucking hard, right? Yeah. No save po- There's no save points. There's Sometimes you'd get to the middle of the level and maybe you'd go back there, but most of the times you had to go to the beginning. But one of the unconventional ways that this game made itself difficult is that after you jumped with Simon... You couldn't change the direction in the air. Once you committed to jumping left or right, that was it.
0: They had to bring some realism to this game.
3: I know. <laughs> that was hard to get used to. Coming from Mario and all those platformers on NES, Is was like, all right, Simon, let's go here. Oh, shit, I better go, go back in midair, or else I'm going to fall in that pit.
2: Nope, I'm dead.
0: <laughs> so this is my number two, and I have jumping was <laughs> brutal in the game, in the first game. Yeah.
2: The, first, the first game... <laughs> Uh sorry to narrow down on this. I don't think the first one's Simon.
0: Okay, well Yeah.
2: No, it's Simon. I have the second one was Simon because you're the ancestor of the previous Belmont and that's why you're cursed.
3: Uh no, it it the story goes uh that at the end of the first one it's Simon Belmont, but Dracula curses him and when Simon finds out about that he has to go on a quest, almost like immediate like within a year to collect the parts of Dracula that he just killed to put them back together and then kill Dracula to to okay. remove the curse from himself. Yeah.
0: I will take your word. <laughs> it sounded like he knows who he's talking about.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I love need some Castlevania
0: Alright. Right. Um
3: But yeah, jumping was hard. And yes. the fucking stairs. You couldn't jump on the stairs. Oh, you yeah. had to go from the bottom step and then push up on the directional yeah. pad <laughs> in order to climb the stairs. There's God, God forbid if
2: you were like a pixel off from the bottom of the goddamn stairs. <laughs> oh, yeah, fucking... I totally forgot about that.
3: <laughs> so those are the two hardest things <laughs> about Castlevania. <laughs> fucking jump, getting used to the jumping and the goddamn stairs.
0: I agree. Good call. <laughs> um... This one, I guess I kind of already touched on, but I just mentioned again, the fact that this was a, a, a true a go back and forth, a, a side, I, not side-scroller, because I guess Mario was, but you know, I already mentioned before, going back and forth. I love that about this game, getting items to go do other things later on, like Metroid. I guess Metroid probably did it better, but this is the first one I remembered, and uh, yeah. That is yeah, it. That's,
3: that's two on my list. I'll, I'll get it a little bit more into it. Okay.
0: Oh, okay. I has got number it. four. Okay, I can do it right now. Okay, never mind.
2: <laughs> no. My <laughs> number four is the, the monster party you're having with these games. Uh, first, one's, oh, yeah. first one's cool. You basically have like all the universal monsters. So you have like Frankenstein's monster. Uh, you have the... What
0: Medusa. Is
2: it? Yeah, which is more just mythology. I know. But, Yeah, I know. Uh, what, you have uh, mummy. Dracula, obviously. You got Mummy. Dracula, Mummy. mummy. Yeah.
0: Um, so. Wolfman.
2: Is Wolfman. I don't think was Wolfman.
0: Uh, he probably doesn't have Nards though, or <laughs> has Nards.
2: <laughs> He's got Nards. He do that, and, and basically throughout the series, um, second one wasn't. I, I I don't even remember the bosses of the second one, uh, other than Dracula.
0: Um, there was like a Grim Reaper or something you fought. Yeah, of...
2: death Death's always yeah one of the bosses. In the yeah, game. Death's always one of the bosses.
3: As a mainstay. Um, And you
0: know what we say to death? Not today. There you go. Yeah. You you won the nerd trivia. (laughs) You get nothing. (laughs) Uh, I know nothing either. (laughs) Oh, bonus points. Still get you nothing.
2: (laughs) All right. Uh, And then in Symphony of the Night, uh, you have a lot of elaborate bosses, and that was kind of the... Set the tone for the rest of the series. We have these Dude, big so cool. boss fights uh, that were, for the most part, pretty epic. Uh, a lot of them are really creepy.
3: It starts with an epic boss fight that came for Pete's sake. Anyways, I'll get more into Symphony on in that later. Yeah, same. Alright. Um, Alex, number three. Uh, my number three is in Castlevania 3. Which is, this one is actually a prequel. This one was Trevor Belmont. And this one has to do with also the uh, the anime on the Netflix. On the Netflix. Yeah, she's this old man. Where, <laughs> where you could select from different main characters pretty much on the fly. This one wasn't kind of uh, free exploration. But it had branching paths in the story. So whenever you got to the end of the level, you can choose to go one way or another way. And then if you went a certain way, you could rescue somebody. And then they'd be a part of your team. And then you could switch to that other character to have different abilities. Which blew my mind at the time. When this came out. And, uh, like in Castlevania 2, this one also had multiple endings. Depending on whether... What partner you had through the end of the game or if you just finished it solo with Trevor Belmont. That's it Just cool. add it to like, the overall enjoyment. So awesome. Like, <laughs> It work so hard to so like, oh, I want to get
0: this character, but he sucks, but I want to get the ending with this character even though he's not that good. Yeah, I always like when games have the different endings. I think like, it's cool. I never would try to get all of them. I, once, once I beat a game, I'm done with it, but <laughs> I like that concept. It's nice. It adds uh, replayability,
3: especially back then in the NES. It's pretty considerate since, you know, an average
0: family couldn't afford maybe one, two games a year. Um, this just reminded me, remember with, like if it was Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat, there was all these different rumors that if you beat the entire game and don't lose a, map, don't lose a round, you get this ending. And if you do it, and with you don't take a hit, like all oh, perfect, you get this ending. And I never knew if it was true, but it sounded like bullshit. Like, uh, I don't know, like a street Fighter it didn't show like almost all the characters, but not some of them. And the final one you, you would get Ryu in the team photo, or am I imagining this?
3: Well, there was an April Pools gag where,
0: uh
3: what was it? It was an old
0: magazine. Oh, that's that read- when X Men and Spider Man joined uh, Marvel. Yeah, studios.
3: <laughs> you were happy. But it was it was a, it was a magazine that ra- that ran a April Fool's joke that if you beat if you got a double KO or something on Bison on the last round, then Akuma or somebody or Shen Long would come out, and he would be the last actual boss. But it was on April Fool's gag. But now he's real character in Street Fighter, so that was like a uh, EGM or something like that. I think.
0: Yeah. But- Yeah, yeah.
3: But it sounds like what you're describing, Jeff.
0: Yeah. It wasn't like that to that extreme, but it was, uh, I don't know. You did
3: something unholy difficult
0: in the fighting game, then you
3: would get an extra boss or, yeah.
0: No, I also remember, that's another rat hole. Rat hole? Not a thing? Um. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, in cartoon. uh, Was it Tom and Jerry? When Street Fighter came out for Super Nintendo... Remember there was the one code that you basically unlock championship mode where you can both play Ryu or Ken. Oh, dude, I love that! Yeah. Yeah, and then I remember like way at school, there's they a dope. There, it didn't become championship edition. It kind of halfway did because you got to be the same character, but you couldn't actually play as um, the yeah, boss or, like, or, or Vega. Yeah, yeah, Vega, and and so there was this always this new code you'd hear at school. Oh no, you put this code now you can do it, and I always had fun making up those codes. <laughs> and that's all i got to say about that
3: jeff it didn't work well you probably didn't do it right bro
0: yeah were you standing on one foot huh <laughs> <laughs>
3: all right gooly, gooly, my
0: favorite character <laughs> Um, my turn right uh this is kind of so when you touched on this i just love the atmosphere of the game this is the first one that i felt like i said real real and the characters including this might have been the first like even though it's not ip it's all public domain stuff now but like the first one where it wasn't a made-up character for the video game it wasn't metroid it wasn't kid icarus mario zelda it was frankenstein's monster and uh the bat and a vampire and the medusa and all that stuff i thought that was really cool i think that's what hooked me um just knowing that like, I want to get to the next boss so I can see who it is, see if it's going to be Wolfman or, you know, whatever I thought the possibilities were, so that was cool, and it, it was kind of creepy it was, that music, like you mentioned earlier, like, even from the very first one, just something about it, it wasn't different, so Yeah, it, was, it, it
3: had the, uh, uh, a depressing tone throughout the whole thing, because you were going into this dark, dank, like Castle to fight monsters and
0: stuff. Yeah, that was awesome. Yep, and it said, to... even though I didn't beat it, and I think you said you didn't, and or someone said they didn't. So, eh. yeah, I mean, I,
3: like as it. an adult, I went back and I had to beat it.
0: <laughs> Not as a
2: kid. I never beat that. I never beat Simon's Quest.
0: I beat Simon's Quest. I want to say I beat it with like the help of Nintendo Power and <laughs> stuff, but I... now you've got the power. <laughs> I don't remember. I, I I it was hard to beat video games back then. Like I don't think I yeah. beat Metroid. I don't think I beat <laughs> I beat the Zelda games and that was about it. So anyway, uh, Scott, we miss you. I think we did miss you.
2: Yeah. Number yeah. three. Number
0: three.
2: Uh number three was uh Simon's Quest. Uh kinda of blew me away all the this might be that might be the first like RPG that I ever played. Yeah, Simon's Quest. It, so those mixing uh, of those genre, um, and then even though you hated it, I I remember it fondly. The what a horrible night to have a curse. <laughs> Although I think as a kid, it took me a while to realize that it was actually like him talking about himself. Like I thought it was just like some random crap that the game was like spitting at you. Uh, I wasn't paying attention to the lore of it. Uh, yeah, just the the idea of leveling up and. Kind of the inventory management uh, stuff that I still enjoy to this day, <laughs> and this was kind of yeah. the first game that introduced that to me. So. I want to
0: say Zelda Two is before this, but
2: you, you know uh, what? You're right. I I I think I probably played Zelda Two before this. But, yeah, but I think I put but right around time, the same time. Yeah, I put more time into this one. I think. Yeah. Nice.
3: All right, Alex, number two. Uh, my number two is the same thing, actually. Uh, and to add to that, this was the first. Actually, the first Castlevania was actually kind of linear, kind of just went in one path. This one is the one that started the free uh, roam exploration, where you had to uh, travel back through other places to get to a new one, and that you could go into town and buy stuff and everything, like all the RPG elements that were in there. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this was Castlevania 2 is pretty revolutionary up there with uh, Link's Adventure. So, yeah. Plus, the, I think this was the one where you actually upgraded the whip to
2: just spit out just having a straight up fire whip. You could eventually. So, I think the first one you get was like oh. the thorn whip. And then you get, yeah. the, get like the chain. And then eventually you get the fire. There might have been one or two more things in between there. But it was cool because you kept them permanently, basically. Mm hmm. But yeah, oh,
3: Simon's Quest, Flamewhip. awesome. And if you went into town at night, you still had to fight monsters to get to the inn <laughs> to, yeah. to buy your shit.
2: That was cool, it was like a safe zone during the day, but at night. <laughs> yeah, all bets were off, motherfucker. Yeah. Oh,
0: just like Kithkor Forest in EverQuest. <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. You don't have to tell
2: me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that shit turned in from a noob zone to a freaking high-level zone and overnight. It was freaky. Hook that wall. All
2: right, um, Scott. Number two. Uh, All right, number two is um, so just a small bit of uh, Symphony of the Night, uh, but the basically the intro, the the first twenty minutes, half hour of it. Uh, So so this game was at the time it blew my mind because it had it was on the PlayStation, so it was on CD, so they could actually have uh, voiceover work on it <laughs> so you actually heard the acting and but like all early playstation games it was god awful uh, and it's still a, a a meme to this day but Dracula and Richter Belmont have a conversation and there's some great like super cheese that they spit at each other uh, with the best being uh, Dracula saying what is a man <laughs> die monster you don't belong <laughs> okay. in this world yeah. Uh, if anybody has, what is a man what is a man if anybody hasn't uh, played through this uh, e- easily looked up on YouTube you can watch the first 10 minutes of something of the night and laugh at the horrible uh, voice highly
3: run. highly recommend playing it
2: yeah so that's my number two
0: alright uh, my number two I already mentioned earlier jumping was brutal in the first Castlevania so <laughs> mm-hmm. I just remember it was like you had weight to your guy. He was heavy. Like when he missed that ledge, he fucking fell through that floor. Into yeah, he had
3: really. He had some good hang time, and then he just dropped like a fucking ton of bricks.
0: Yeah, when you come from like Super Mario, where you're just kind of floating, all your jumps are. Yeah,
3: he, Mario kind of had a constant arc going yeah. through his jumps.
0: This guy, not Simon. Some, yeah, he had some fucking acceleration, <laughs> some actual gravity physics put on that guy. <laughs> he was made of meat and bones. <laughs> not pixels (laughs) and that to this day I still I guess in those games that was kind of the point but I get very frustrated in a game where I just I'm not succeeding well because I'm not jumping and laying on a platform correctly like that kind of bugs
2: me you you just explained why I quit Ocarina of Time
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't remember that that much but I I don't remember but I have a blind spot for Zelda so you're probably right Mm -hmm. All right, uh, Alex, number one.
3: My number one is just the entirety of uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night. I love that game so much. By the way, it's got guys... the RPG element, the exploration through multiple levels, uh, multiple endings. There's stuff that if you didn't find, then you couldn't get the true ending. But then if you found it, you would get something. And then there's the... Oh, spoiler alert, but if you haven't played it. But you go through the castle... And then halfway through it, the cast, all the levels get turned upside down. So you have to go through all the castle all over again with everything upside down. All the levels upside down. It's insanity. It's amazing. It's a, it's a great ride. It's a great adventure. The voice acting is <laughs> more than memorable. Top to bottom, Sympathy and Night, my favorite Castlevania game ever. I love it. Go play it, people.
0: And this is how my life got turned upside down. <laughs> yeah. yeah Dracula came
2: to town <laughs> You're moving with your uncle and auntie in Belair Alright Scott <laughs> Number one All Right, My number one is also Symphony of the Night uh, you Basically do. everything Alex said um, This is This is what created a genre uh, it, So it's called You mentioned Metroid earlier Jeff uh, So there's this subgenre called Metroidvania Um Nice where basically, uh, because it's Castlevania, that's where the the Vania comes in, obviously. Um, but the <gasps> obviously. obviously thanks for explaining. But the uh, the Metroid part is so it plays out like Metroid, where you have to explore, as opposed to just go through levels. Um, so you, you're constantly going back and forth throughout everything, and there'll be places you can't get to until you get certain items or abilities, just like in Metroid. Um, but they took that and they added a big RPG element where there's all kinds of equipment you can get and you level up and you become more powerful uh, the more the more you play it um, and then as Alex said the big twist where all of a sudden you're, you're playing the upside down castle and the upside down castle actually attaches to the uh to the right side the one that's right side up so you basically kind of connect the two um and yeah the, the whole thing's epic it's got an epic soundtrack I yeah, it's on CD so they're able to do something of a little higher quality um easily in my top 10 games of all time. Yeah.
3: Yep, so, agree. Yeah.
2: That's my number one, Symphony of the Night. The the peak of the series. Uh, which is really too bad, because this came out, or Symphony of the Night was what, 90... 96, 97? Hey, I I did, yeah, and they were never gonna reach those heights again. Yeah, I don't think so. They yeah. gotta mix it up somehow.
0: Yeah, 97.
2: Yeah, hallway. Um, it's definitely a, a, a system seller for the PlayStation. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. So I was going to ask at the end of this, what's your guys' favorite game? And it sounds like you guys are both agreeing on this.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sympathy and Light all the way.
0: All right. Uh, the two that I've played, I guess the original, <laughs> Castlevania. Okay. But they're both good. I It would be, be a tough decision.
3: Yeah, really good. Oh, yeah. I forgot to mention, Simon Simon's Quest, Castlevania 2, also had multiple endings. You can only get the good ending if you beat the the game within eight days of in-game days. Oh,
2: Jesus Christ.
3: Yeah. But yeah, it had like uh, uh, three or four endings. I don't think I got the good one. <laughs> <laughs> Even if you beat Dracula, you're still cursed and Simon dies.
0: Nice. I don't remember the ending I got. <laughs> um, but number my number one real quick is... Uh... Frankenstein and his monkey. So, <laughs> I thought that was a monkey for the longest time, and then someone told me it was Igor. So, oh
1: yeah. Uh, yeah,
3: yeah yeah, that's right.
0: Uh, yeah, but I always thought that was hilarious, and that's the one thing I always remember about this game is that I thought it was a monkey and not Igor. And at this, I don't even know if I'd seen actually <laughs> Frankenstein when this came out. So, I wouldn't know who Igor is. So I made more sense that Frankenstein's had a monkey. <laughs> All right. um, That's it, right? Let's rate this thing. Yeah. Or a series. A series, a series yeah. as a whole. Go for it.
3: I'm going to give this one a – I'm going to give this one a six. Okay. I know that's my most popular rating. But overall, as a, as a franchise, they really haven't put out anything that's horrible every Castlevania game is kind of like a solid entry. It's like you'll you'll always find something that you like. It's something that's enjoyable about a Castlevania game. So, and on the strength of Symphony of the Night, I'm going to give it a 6.
0: Alright, sounds good. Scott?
2: Um, considering there's been 20-something games in the series, yeah. uh, for rating the series, um, I would give it a 4. Uh, just because there's been some weaker entries, but the, uh, on, on the strength of the first couple and Symphony of the night, it, it makes overall the, the entire series playable. Um, if we were to rate the individual games, I think I, that we've, that we've talked about here, the first few and of the night, yeah, uh, my I mean, rating would be much higher, but yeah, for the series overall, I would give it a four and that's pretty high praise okay. again, considering that there's been 20 something in these games.
0: And you like like three or four of them.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: for me, I only played the two. I like them both, but they kind of have fallen out of my consciousness. I have never, haven't had the desire to play any of the other ones, even though I've had most of these video game systems. So, yeah, five. It's of my childhood. It's one of my favorite games. So for that reason, nostalgia puts it over the edge from uh, even to actually liking it. All right. So what's our crossover list, Alex?
3: Our crossover list is our favorite uh, top five favorite monsters in all the video games.
2: Okay.
0: Sounds good. So, which number five?
3: My number five is, for some reason, in Contra, the, the big bad that you had to beat was called Red Falcon. But it was like this big, amorphous, xenomorph alien type of thing. And it, it took a lot of... Uh, the art style was a lot like H.R. Giger when you got into the to the final boss. Yeah, but yeah, it was weird, <laughs> and it was called Red Falcon, and I had no idea why. Yeah, but
2: it was hard because it was fucking contra. I'm I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say that there was a bad translation. <laughs> <laughs> was
0: probably bread fucker. <laughs>
3: That's the one that makes <laughs> more
2: sense.
0: Um, all right, Scott.
2: Uh, so I tried to avoid bosses. Um okay. So here's here's what I have. But number 5 um perhaps the most iconic one on my list um is the Koopa Chippas
0: <laughs> So it scary. It was scary horror
2: monsters. I thought it was just top 5 video game monsters. Yeah, just yeah. monsters. Oh, monsters. Okay. monsters.
0: Monster is what I meant. Sorry.
2: Yeah. So All it's right. not scary but um pretty u- ubiquitous to
3: Hey, have you ever gotten have you ever gotten bit by a turtle? Yeah,
2: this fucker's gonna no. fucking hurts. Yeah. Mean little bastards. Yeah.
0: Uh, well, I'm gonna step my on head. the next one I see. I'm gonna jump on it They're and kick it down the road.
2: They're anthropomorphic turtles. Pretty terrifying. <laughs> uh, but yeah, my number five is Koopa Troopas. They are the the main monster in the Mario games. Uh, well, they seem to move away with the. They seem to have move, moved away from. Koopa Troopas and the more later entries of Mario.
3: Yeah, uh, they seem like they're back in Odyssey. Okay. Yeah. okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, Cha-Cha.
0: Yeah, so hey, cha-cha. Dennis Miller over here. <laughs> Alright, um, my number five, oh, okay. I had a, I, I went for a more s- a scarier route here, but not necessarily, but not bosses, and, um, you guys remember that game Fear and that little girl that would just show up? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah it nope. was kind of a Fuck cheap Dad. trick, but uh, it's it freaked me out. <laughs> I don't know if I finished that game. It was one of like the last PC games I think I played, and uh, yeah, a little girl you'd climb up the ladder and she'd be right there looking like the girl from, the vi- <laughs> yeah, from the video with the tape,
3: <laughs> <laughs> like that girl from the bus.
0: <laughs> yes. <that's- laughs> Speed reference. <laughs> and a Seinfeld reference. Hmm. And, uh, but what's the movie I'm talking about, though? Seven Days. What is that? The, the Ring. Ring. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I said Ringu. Ringu. Oh, I thought you were talking about the drummer for the Beatles.
2: <laughs> well, he is pretty terrifying. <laughs> Horrible. Horrifying.
0: That's random. He's just yelling drummers' names out. All right. Neil Pert. Uh,. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, number t- number four. Number, yeah, number four.
3: My number four, Resident Evil 4. Probably my my favorite Resident Evil game ever.
0: Uh,
3: but the first time you see the zombies, well, first of all, you don't know they're zombies and they're coming after you. But then, after a little bit in the game, their heads explode and it's just a bunch of vines and whippy bones and shit that, like, come after you. Oh, that was horrible. First time I saw that. Ugh. Oh,
2: man, what, what are they called in on that one? The the actual zombies. I don't know. I just call it, no just like the, the fucking head poppers. No, but not not specifically those ones, but because they're not like the same zombies from the rest of the series. They're like uh, no, yeah, because they're still like, like something they in have Spanish, their like or something like that. I forget what it is. Uh, I don't know I
3: don't, know Spanish. I don't speak
0: Spanish. <laughs> Wait a minute, you do.
3: But yeah, <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> when you first, when you pop them in the head a little bit and then they're like their whole skull just explodes and it's just a bunch of vines yeah. and shit and then their bodies can still grab onto, onto you and they just start whipping your head. Oh, you, gotta, you, you gotta be ready
2: with those flashbangs. Yeah, serious. Alright, Scott, number four. Uh, my number four is uh, these these guys did freak me out as a kid um, if, for no other reason than they any time you ran across one, it was super intense um, and that would be the the Reapers from Kid Icarus. You had to, like, tiptoe around them, because if they saw you, they would freak the fuck out, start chasing after you super fast. But that in and of itself wasn't a big deal, because they would always hang out on their own platforms. But they would send these four, like, mini Reapers after you, and you were pretty much fucked. Like, so you basically had to go through the entire game without ever, like... You had to stay out of LOS of these guys. Uh... And it was... It was tense, and... Yeah... Even even right now, I'm getting worked up thinking about it. So the reapers from Kidderkris, <laughs> like the music would change when they when they aggroed on you. I don't nice. remember what you're
0: talking about, but that I, you're ringing some bells, and I'm trying to picture it. But uh, they like that they were hard. like
2: right off the bat too when you started the game.
0: Hmm.
2: Uh, I never played Kidderkris.
0: I'll Have to look that one up. Yeah, look it on the YouTube's. I remember the game. I liked it. It was one of the that games. That sounds awful. It was. One I of mean, the
3: Reaper. The Reapers is the character yeah. just sound awful. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> I remember. I re- I bought this game, and my parents got it me for for Christmas or whatever, and I didn't like it, and I returned it. And this is still back in the day when you can return video games. And I, re- I returned it, and I got something else. And then later on, I was like, I missed Kid I and I got it. I asked for it again for a gift, <laughs> <laughs> and I got it again. <laughs>
2: Yeah, uh, the, um, slightly related, the, the Eggplant Wizards are fucking dicks.
3: <laughs> God, that sounds familiar too, but I... Fucking Eggplant
2: Wizard. I just remember
3: that from Captain A yep, and the Power yep. Team. He was a dick in that yep. cartoon
0: too. Even more of a dick in the video game though. <laughs> Alright, Scott. Number four. That was his number four. Shit. <laughs> Jeff, <laughs> number four. Jeff, number four. Um... I don't play as many video games as you guys so my uh, my stock is limited but Bioshock I played the first one and everything was scary and creepy in that game oh, so that's, that's good the little girls that you either eat or set free and then the uh, I forgot what you called the guy with the big big daddies big daddy big daddy yeah. cool and then but even just oh, like the meth cool, heads dude. that are running around the city like those guys are fucked up so well, Bioshock all of it <laughs> Because I don't know the name of it. <laughs> big Daddy or the little girls?
3: that um, sister, Big Daddy. Is
0: that what it My was, number sister? three
3: is oh, Metroid Mother Brain. When I finally, on the original Metroid, got the Mother Brain. Serial Brain? is <laughs> not what I was expecting. <laughs> I don't know why I, why I didn't expect the giant brain. <laughs> but I did. I didn't. And Mother Brain was right there in her fucking glass case and you had to break it and then beat her and then escape and the shit.
2: I the am shit. a gigantic brain.
3: Mm-hmm. And I then in, in Super Metroid, she's even more horrifying.
0: Oh my gosh. I, say, I got to – in regular Metroid, I got to her one time and I – died and i never wanted to play that game again because it was so brutal just to get to and that uh-oh. point <laughs> and then fired every single rocket i had at it and didn't kill it and I was like, oh, i'm done i seriously don't think i ever played it again until <laughs> years later on roms or something
3: because there's always those circle those oreos that always came after you yeah I like, was always shooting oreos and ah, oh my god yeah that was fucking hard <laughs>
0: And you had to stand on that right. skinny, skinny platform which we fell down and you get electrocuted or what whatever. It like, was like lava yeah. at that point. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. Brutal.
2: It's ground is lava.
0: <laughs> Literally. Mm-hmm. All right. Scott, number three. All
2: right. Number three, uh, going back to Resident <laughs> Evil, is... Uh, you got it right, Jeff. <laughs> I know. <laughs>
3: uh, Resident
2: Evil 2, the Liquors. That was some terrifying <laughs> shit.
3: Oh, fuck those guys! The
2: exposed brains and everything. Yeah, they're Gross. super creepy. They have the the badass uh, CG cutscene. Uh, yeah, that intro. Yeah, when you first, if, if you're playing the A scenario, um, you see it. Um, they always sometimes you'd hear them off in the background, and there'd just be this low hiss, <sighs> and you knew you'd be yeah. like, oh fuck. It's like... Son of a yeah.
3: bitch. It's <laughs> the last room I have to yeah. clear. <laughs>
2: um, and sometimes they would just like show up in like super shitty places <laughs> and scare the shit out of you. Like there was, I forget which scenario, if it's the A or the B scenario, but at one point in the police station, you eventually lower these emergency set of, or this emergency ladder. So you get up to the second floor easily. And after you did a certain event, you'd go back up there and one would be stand like sitting there at the top, like completely motionless. Um, yeah. there was uh, another one that like fly a few off screen at the later part and the worst part was of these guys is if they hit you there was like a small percent chance that they would auto decapitate you
3: yeah when hit kill
2: so no matter how good you are if you're like fucked up even a little bit in this one spot and it like hits you you just die <laughs> and they ate up your ammo and uh, just sucks fighting them <laughs> Feels so good killing him, these
0: guys. Yeah, I never played any of the Resident Evil games. Oh,
2: you're missing out, dude. Yeah,
0: Man, I've seen a couple of the movies. <laughs> not, not the same. Oh. They have
2: liquors in the in the second one, and then like a giant one in the I don't remember which one. But
0: oh, you wanted the liquor, all right? Holy
2: jeez! <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, uh, my number two. <laughs> is from EverQuest and all of the undead stuff. Like there was Mistmore Castle. Anytime you we went into the undead, it was it was pretty creepy. And then even though like some of the skeletons made like little ha 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 voice sounds, <laughs> that was but
3: awesome. I was a shatter knight and I conquered <laughs> one of those bastards.
0: <laughs> but uh, just going down to some of those dungeons and just uh, I think the fact that your life was on the line with this goddamn game. Uh, but just the undead. I remember the ghouls and then like the skeletons, but they'd be like lighter color. Usually they weren't as powerful as they were like dark brown bones, Res- I suppose. Resistance. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And then I'll shout out to uh, Kizdean Gix. And uh, <laughs> he was a dark elf in uh, West Commons, West Commonlands. I would kick your ass. And then the Brune and Coon and Goon, the. Three like cyclops that like wandered through the the plains, and if you just happen to be unlucky and one of those guys gets you, you're screwed. You're gonna be doing a corpse run, so. And flippy dark paw.
2: Can, can I get SOW? Yeah. <laughs> corpse nope. Run? Flippy Flippy Dark Paw. That sounds terrifying.
0: <laughs> yeah, he wasn't. He he wasn't type, right? but, Uh There it is. Alex, number one?
3: Number two.
0: Number one?
3: Number two. <laughs> My number two is uh, only because I've, I've been playing this game. <laughs> I've been playing it at work and I just got it. And I thought I was getting an awesome, uh, amazingly animated cart- 1930s cartoon video game. I, what I actually bought was Dark Souls 4. <laughs> With this fucking game. Cuphead. And right now I'm stuck on the Medusa boss and it's an airplane level. It's mostly a side scroll, there's a lot it's akin to Contra, this game, and it's amazing.
2: <laughs> but it is hard as shit. It sounds more like Super Meat Boy or something like that. Oh no. No way. At Super
3: Meat Boy you can start immediately. In this one, you gotta go to Death Screen and then you go back to the map and then you gotta restart the whole uh, oh, it's awful. <laughs> this game is so beautiful and so awful at the same time. I hate it and I love it but the animation is amazing and every single boss is a highlight of the game yeah but this Medusa boss holy shit she's so fucking hard I get to the like the last bosses are kind of separated in modes and she gets to her last phase and then she does a thing and it's a Medusa boss so she turns you to stone at exactly the wrong moment and it's her last phase so of course you're only down to one health left So she turns you to stone, and you can break out of it, but not in time for like 50 things to fucking hit you. my gosh. So, yeah, the latest any boss that you're fighting in Cubhead is my number two. All right. uh,
0: Quick sidetrack Do you hate it or like it? And when you fight a boss, and it's not every time you think you beat it, it's not dead, and the next version of it pops out. I love it. I hate that I love it, but I love it. It's what like, if it doesn't oh. save your checkpoint after the first phase of the fight? It doesn't. It never does. No, sometimes they do.
3: No, they don't. Oh, are you playing on reg- on uh, easy or regular?
0: No, i have seen any video. The trope in video games oh, and in general. Video games.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, it doesn't save you after phases. You have to start all over again from the beginning. Huh? Brutal. Old school. Old school brutal. Yeah. Dark Souls brutal. <laughs> but I recommend Cuphead. is an amazing game. You should play it. <laughs> Especially uh-huh. if you like old school difficulty and Dark Souls.
0: <laughs> Not
3: for mean me. Demon
2: then. Souls.
0: <laughs>
3: those games hold. Yeah, hard. Demon Souls. My bad.
2: Wasn't there a Dark yes. Souls? Oh, Okay. No. <laughs> Scott number two. Number two is the eponymous Metroid. I don't know what the official pluralization of that is, but uh, yeah. Yeah, if one of those fuckers got a hold of you, oh man. <laughs> Uh, yeah, brain damage. So it was it was cool. Like that was the villain on the box, basically, and you only ran into him at the very end of the game. For that, and for Super Metroid, um, or even uh, Metroid Prime. Uh, but yeah, there there are ways to deal with them. But if they got they fucking touched you, <laughs> it was it was seriously bad news. Um, it was cool. It was like a, just a very original. Yeah, Monster
0: alien thing, so
3: that's my number two. Okay. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> yeah, they were pain in the ass. You had to freeze them and then missile them. Chibi's H. And missiles were you couldn't hold that many, and they
0: weren't cheap. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah, on the NES especially. Yeah. On the on the if you knew what you were doing on Super Metroid, you could get through. Okay. If you if you didn't make any dumb mistakes. But.
0: And didn't you have to use like five of them to open up like a red door? No.
3: Or or one super missile. There's missiles in it. So I think the
2: super missiles were for Super Metroid,
3: yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. um, Yeah, it sucked. My number two is uh, pretty much everything in Doom. Um, (laughs) And I'll go even back to the original, like the very first one. It was still at the time the graphics were amazing and just these everything skeletons and brains and uh and Doom Two even much better but and then just recently I got the one that came out on the Xbox One last oh, year. I or whatever. Play that one, man! It's it looks still, like a lot of fun. Yeah, it's still freaky and scary. So yeah, spooky uh, scary. It's spooky scary. Everything from the Doom franchise. The games themselves sometimes it can be kind of eh, and not too stimulating, but the Fear Factor is definitely there. Alright, Alex, number one?
3: Nice. My number one... Uh, I wrestled with this one, but... This is a big bad throughout the entire trilogy of this gaming franchise. And... Uh, it's still... You 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 never really... know. It, uh, it's just the Reapers for Mass Effect. Okay. Such a cool concept. And uh, you never got to fight them directly... Yeah, but there were always a, a looming threat to pretty much the the Milky Way universe. The well, not the the galaxy. Yeah. You never know what they. You didn't know where they came from, where what their ultimate goal was, but they pretty much just came every once in a while to wipe out all sentient life, and it was your job as one human to stop them.
2: Yeah. They they, were, they they were a little saturated by the end of the third one, but but otherwise, yeah. The first couple, yeah, the concept of them is, is great. They're, like, used sparingly. They're giant, so, yeah. they're giant like, squid, squid like robot ships.
0: Cthulhu strikes again. All right. Uh,
2: Scott, number one. Uh, my number one would be the Death Claws from the Fallout franchise. Um. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sometimes Bastards. they would, they I hate would be them. scripted events, but uh, oftentimes you'd just be going along, and then something would just be ripping the everlasting shit out of you. <laughs> um, and even when you're like in higher levels, and you have good gear and, and perks and everything, and you come across these, these killing machines. So they're basically like giant, it's, it's hard to describe, like giant, upright... They were bears at one point, right? No.
3: Is that where they mutated from no. bears?
2: There's actually bears in Fallout Three and Four, and those things are fucking terrible. Also, but <laughs> those things are eat your shit. Um, but um, the they're they're like
0: they are scavengers.
2: So they, they're like lizard things with horns. Uh, hard to describe, uh, but they're upright. Uh, but yeah, they're just basically these giant monsters, and they're called death claws, because they have huge claws. And even and they cause deaths. <laughs> even <laughs> if you're in like full, full, the trademark power armor from that series, they will still push your fucking face in, uh, if you're not careful. So yeah, not to be fucked with the the death claws. Yeah, that's my number one.
0: All right, um, my number one is. I don't know if it's the, the zombies themselves or the little head crab looking things from the Half-Life series. Oh, yeah. Those little dudes. But, I mean, them themselves weren't that bad, but when they were like attached, and especially in Half-Life 2, the the noise. Ooh! Yeah, the, uh,
2: Yeah. Was... Oh, and you like burn them alive and then like scream. And,
0: uh. Yeah, uh, yeah. That was always the, terrifying. The, uh, and...
2: the black head crabs, though, that would, like throw other head crabs at you. Oh, those yeah. Those are fucking freaky.
0: Yeah, maybe that was probably worse. I forgot about those. And those things just come out of nowhere. And they like, they're, I mean, they're kind of just like the brain huggers from, or face huggers from alien movies, but it's different. And then them flying at you and you have to shoot them. Oh, they're a pain in the butt. Or if you shoot the zombie, but you don't actually get the headshot on him, that thing will pop off the guy and then jump on you. Mm-hmm. So, do you remember, it's, it's Half-Life 2, but I don't know if it's an episode or not. I think it's the main story. When I mean, you go into that undead town or whatever. Yeah, and... that,
2: that whole chapter starts so... with something like, we don't go to Raven Home anymore. Yeah. And like
0: all the booby traps yeah. that are set up and you can set some well, of them up. Well, that's the off. first time you get that's the
2: gravity cool. gun too because there's like almost no ammo in that area. So you basically have to pick up like saw blades and. Yeah. Engines and radiators and just fucking <laughs> murder things with those and it's cool.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> so. That's my number one that the head huggers in half life two nice all right uh any feedback on this one
3: uh yeah, we got a big response from Twitter, which by big I mean two guys two Woo-hoo! people go <laughs> <is much laughs> back to this yeah thanks uh, for responding to us we uh <laughs> listen to Twitter Facebook blah 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 whatever uh we'll start with Garth. Uh, it doesn't say if he's Algar or not, but uh, his uh, top five monsters of all time are the Nemesis. Uh, he doesn't have numbered, so I'm just okay. going to go from top to bottom. Uh, Nemesis from Resident yeah, Evil 3. Yeah, I about that one. Yeah, fucking terrifying. Uh, any of the Colossi from Shadow yep. of the Colossus. That's Dude, pretty solid. My up. man. Yeah, I should have thought of it. Wait, any one of those. Oh, Killer Croc from Arkham Asylum. That was such a cool little uh, section of that game. It I was, loved it. Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: What, he like, jump up out of the water and, like, fuck with you?
0: Yeah, he had like, yeah. tiptoe. Yeah, that's,
2: that shit's no bueno for me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, usually you're right, but they had Batman and Killer Crocs, so therefore yeah, I accepted yeah.
3: it. <laughs> All
1: out.
3: Next is uh, his number four is Gungan Wisen from Missouri's Wrath, and I don't really want to play that game. I Gungan. was so hyped I so hyped when I saw the first trailer for Azura's Wrath and then I forgot about it and now I'm reminded of it again right now with your list, Garth. Thank you. But I need to go get it. <laughs> did you say it's
0: called a gun gun? Yeah, no. Use <laughs> no. the people gun that.
3: would be that would be the worst monster.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying.
3: It's G O N G E N Oh. e n why't Okay day. And is uh, <laughs> number one Kronos from God of War 3. That's Zeus' dad.
0: Zeus is a dad? Yeah,
3: Kronos. Does Kronos a, have a dad? He, he's a right bastard that Kronos used to eat his kids. Oh. Then they burst out of his belly, so everything turned out okay.
0: Like Quato? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and right,
3: uh, nice. other feedback from Kronos. Uh, Twitter follower uh, Ronnie uh, Ronnie Gordon thank you very much
0: is he, number boring five. You? is he boring you Alex? no
3: I'm just sleepy it's late <laughs> I'm a dad uh, number four, number five is Dude Psycho from Earthworm Gym. okay what an <laughs> asshole <laughs> number four every zombie in the original Resident Evil yeah. yep alright uh, number three Kalmar from Super Star Wars? <laughs> I don't remember which one that is. That whole
0: game that whole game is a fucking monster, man. <laughs> I always try to play that on my emulator and I can't get past the first fucking level. <laughs> I
2: think it was Seriously. Who, which was Kalmar?
3: I have no idea. I think it was just for the game.
2: Hmm. Was it like the ranker you
3: yep.
1: fight?
0: I have no idea who Kalmar is. It sounds like he's either related to the H- Lando Calrissian or Admiral Akbar. Maybe it's <laughs> their love child. His
1: <laughs> <I'm mute.
0: laughs>
3: number two evil MC from Smash TV. Oh yeah! So so many tokens and quarters wasted <laughs> I'd on that buy game that for a dollar. I would. And his uh, number cash one.
0: prizes.
3: <laughs> big money, <laughs> big prizes. It's number one Bowser from any Mario yeah. game. Why does Mario let him live? I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking Plumber's fireball co- to the brain.
0: <laughs> Plumber's code, bro.
3: <laughs> bro, bro. He's not even a plumber anymore. He's not up to code. Oh, maybe now he'll execute Bowser since he's not a plumber anymore. He's got kicked out the force. Oh, he did? <laughs> Turn in your plunger and your pipes, Mario. You're off the, <laughs> you're off the case. Uh, uh, but yeah, actually, Nintendo it had an official release that he's uh
0: listed as a forward plumber. Hmm. <laughs> Moving yeah, up this world. What is he now? Yeah, he was... yeah Princess Saber. Honey Dipper. It's I don't po- know. A podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> so
2: uh I will yep. mention for me for uh, cactars and moblins. Oh
1: yeah.
3: One love.
2: <laughs> One love. <laughs>
0: Nice.
3: Yeah, thanks, guys. You know what? More of you should hit us up on Twitter. Come on, man. Yeah,
0: use Twitter. Tweet, tweet. It's time for Alex Knows Sports. Uh, I'm Alex, and uh, I got no sports. (laughs) The
3: U.S. soccer team got eliminated (laughs) from uh,
0: the thing. Talk about baseball. Baseball. Dodgers. What's
3: What's happening on baseball?
0: Well, the playoffs. So the Dodgers and who?
3: Oh, the Dodgers made it to the playoff with the uh, know, the Wild Thing,
0: with the Indians. <laughs> no. Oh. Right. Sadly, the Indians were eliminated.
2: Right. Oh, right. man. Alex, name one of the other three teams besides the Dodgers that are still alive in the championship series.
3: I thought we were talking about playoffs. <laughs> Name a team. Uh, the uh, the the uh, athletics.
2: No.
0: no. Oh. Name the only other baseball team you know besides the
2: Angels. And the Dodgers.
0: And the the.
3: The the Yankees. There you go. Everybody knows the Yankees.
0: I know. Even Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Even Alex
3: knows the Yankees. Babe Ruth.
0: All right, is that it? Is that it with the news that we provided for (laughs) you? Yeah, I guess so. All right, it's time for Niamh News. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
2: All right, not a whole lot from me. I believe a a little trailer went out uh, last Monday.
0: Yes, it Um, did.
2: Well, a Monday, depending on when you hear this, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) went out uh, for a little movie called The Last Jedi. Uh, so there's a new trailer floating around. Um, I'm going to try to avoid it. It's probably dumb of me uh, but I just want to gauge your reaction, Jeff and Alex on if if watch after watching the trailer if you're more excited to see the movie um, or if it just raises more questions or it was just another trailer like how do you feel about it? Go first, Alex.
3: I am actually a little bit confused as to where they're going to take the Luke Skywalker character. Okay. I mean, he he didn't say it too much. <laughs> he didn't say too much in the Force Awakens. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I saw the trailer, and it was it was uh, so far Mark Hamill still he still got it as Luke Skywalker. He seems uh, older, more wiser than everything. But you got to see some cool. Training stuff with Ray, uh, but yeah, it seems like uh, fear is a big uh, thing in the trailer. In the so definitely something dark side. <laughs> something,
1: something complete.
3: It's definitely. I gotta say, it's gonna follow the formula where this might be like a, a pretty dark episode in the in the trilogy.
0: Just like Attack of the Clones. Yeah. And they fall in love (laughs) and they roll through the grass.
3: I hate
2: sand. Uh, Gets uh, everywhere. So so one of the things that um, is kind of central to the the whole Star Wars uh, universe, at least for all the movies, is they've all kind of been about the Skywalkers. Um, you, You could argue that The Force Awakens is still about them. Um, if you know for no other reason than Kylo Ren is a a Skywalker in all but name, yeah. Uh, so I'm interested to see where they're going with with the Ray character. Um, uh, so we we, sh- we should talk a little bit more about Star Wars another night. But uh, some some of our theories on where they're going with things. Uh, but uh, just to my original question, are are you feeling the hype or? Is it still just tempered uh after having seen this newest newest trailer uh jeff
0: I mean my temper i it's hard for me to temper expectations for a star wars movie, so um I'm always excited even though I didn't like the force awakens that much i'm st- it's still star wars right like it's all relative and uh the trailer i mean it did it just kind of seemed like it expanded on the original and uh there i think there' was some definite misdirection with some of the editing making it seem like certain mm. people were saying certain things to certain people. And I, but, um, whatever, I'm looking forward to it. It, it was a little sad to see, uh, princess Leia in yeah. the trailer. Just, you know, knowing yeah. how that's going yeah, to end. The
2: featuring her uh, on the, like, well, at least one of the one sheets, one of the posters. Yeah. Right up, right up front and center.
0: Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. Except like, as much as I rag on that movie, it's still star Wars. And, um, if they focus more on Ray and Kylo and less on Finn and Poe, I'll be happy. But we'll see.
3: There you go. Um,
0: yeah. Uh, there it is.
3: Alex? Excited still? Yeah. I'm pretty excited okay. about it. Uh,
2: all
3: right. That's
0: all I
2: got to say we about it. We ordered our
3: tickets.
0: That's so. true. we do. We, we yeah. already have oh, our tickets yeah. to watch
2: the movie. <laughs> Uh, and this is as a, yeah. as we 're recording this it is the middle of October, and we already have our tickets for, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. for for opening weekend of this uh last jedi yeah um what what other small thing about uh, the marketing for uh last jedi I like that it 's all been red and blue um i'm sick to death of that whole color wheel thing where they, where they like have the light blue with the orange um in a way, this is still kind of more of the same. But at least it's not the orange. Because <laughs> so I'm, I'm fucking sick oh, to death of that. Alex knows what I'm talking what about. What are you
0: talking Okay, yeah. I don't know um,
2: so so about. it's a... It's like color, color yeah. theory. The idea is that um, if you put these two... So they're the, the light blue and the orange are on the opposite ends of the, the color spectrum. So if you fill advertisements with these colors, it basically, like, uh, like based on the colors themselves and the fact that they're the opposite of each other, um, it like provokes like that like a subconscious emotional response from you, um, where the blue is like kind of relaxing or whatever, but the orange is kind of um, exciting. I, I I'm I'm not doing a good job of explaining this. Um, yeah, it's more of a subconscious but it, thing, but it is but... highly pervasive. pervasive. It's like, annoying. Once you notice yeah. it, you can't unsee it like it's all over the- it's not just uh, movie posters either it's uh video game covers um you see it creep up in television shows uh it's yeah it's it's annoying yeah. so i i do appreciate the, okay. the advertising for last jedi where they really hammering the red home yeah i agree cool. with that um so yeah, that's that's all my news. Uh Alex, did you have anything you wanted
1: to add? <sighs>
2: nope, I'm sleepy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jeff? Um Jeff.
0: I got just a couple quick just one quick thing, to uh Destiny two, I playing that, I don't know if I mentioned that. Oh before. yeah. So Alex and Me I too. have been playing that. Um it's very similar to the first one, but a lot of the annoying things they kinda cleaned up and less annoying, you don't have to like level up your gun every time and stuff like that. So but I am kind of finding myself. I'm kind of at stuff where I can't do anymore unless I have a a, a group Iron of people team. to do it. Yeah. yeah. So you know, Alex is catching up. a Couple of other buddies. So um, hopefully that happens because right now I'm kind of at endgame game and there's like weeklies. So I do that and that takes like two or three hours and I'm done. So, but I still have having fun with it. I may even start a new character just because I love the way this game feels. And uh other bit of news, it's not even news, but I went to Not Scary Farm oh. last night for Hit. was it scary. Five- <laughs> for the did, first time did, since... Did you get shot? Yeah. Did you die? Yeah. Did you die, die I was in high school? <laughs> yes, twice. Um, <laughs> so, first time I've been there in like 20 years, or however long it's been, and uh, it was fun. Um, we, now that we're a little more mature, we have some money, we paid for the front of the line pass, which is what? awesome. I recommend doing that. Is it
2: what exactly what it sounds like?
0: Yeah, you just, there's a separate line for you, and there's no more than like three people in front of you every single oh, time wow. you go. Nice. We did we did every maze. I was gonna twice say you through the whole
2: thing, yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's also good for the rides and stuff too. We didn't do too much of that because 'cause we we're also drinking. But um <laughs> Yeah. It was fun. I haven't done it forever. It's it's what I remembered and also not as scary as when I was a kid I was terrified of that stuff. It was a lot of fun. And this time was different just for nostalgia reasons, but still I was startled a bunch. Uh, so. If you live in the area and you haven't gone in a while, I recommend it. Did you catch The Hanging Show? We did not. We had parts of it, um, but uh, we were more interested in beer. Was
2: there a a particular maze that was better than the other ones? Like maybe the costumes were cooler or the theme was cooler or something?
0: No, but a couple of them had gimmicks. One, you actually get handed a little flashlight. Oh, it's And so you walk you walk around with a flashlight, and then it's like coded to the thing. So all of a sudden, it starts flickering, and it goes out on you. Um, oh, that's it, awesome! Yeah, it's not executed as well as it sounds. Like that sounds really oh. cool, but it, it's still it, there's very good potential there. And then there was another one where you actually get guns. It's almost like going through the Toy Story Mania just they <laughs> give you get these guns and there's and there's military guys there and. Uh, that like, go go go, and you have to duck under stuff. And all the actors have like collars on, it's like laser tag kind of. And you get a uh, little um, counter on the side of the gun, kind of like the bullet readout in the alien's gun. And that was because that wasn't scary, but it was different. And so that was fun, yeah. So that's it, that's my news. Right.
2: I think that's gonna wrap things up.
0: All right, uh, yeah. thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah.
3: have to do our mom, our top five first uh probably all right let's just do that then i'll edit and post okay hey, alex edit right here okay
2: yeah alex you piece of shit